Welcome back to everybody to the Between the Stitches podcast, episode nine. Nueve, as they like to say, Jared, in some countries. We got a yeah, uh, like Cambodia. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, Russia, Cambodia. Yeah, one of those. Yeah, it is. It, countries it is Russian. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. We got a lot to cover today. <clears throat> We got guys getting intentionally walked with the bases loaded. Not sure what that's about. Uh, we got guys coming over internationally and tearing it up. We got a couple debate questions that we want to hit you guys with about where certain guys ended up in baseball this season, and maybe it was for the best. And Albert Pools is just so much older than he says he is it is unbelievable and we'll get into all that but thank you guys for tuning in let's jump in straight to the episode Here we are again, talking baseball because we know more about it than everybody else. Like literally everybody oh, else on planet Earth. Uh, yeah. So we got a lot to cover. Baseball's underway. Thankfully, we have a full week's week and a half's worth of games under our belt. Nine games for most teams. There are some early indicators. There are some standout players. Nine games is too small of a sample size, sorta, sorta. But by the time we record this episode next week, we'll be a tenth of the way done through the season already. We'll have 16 games under our belt, and it's a lot of games. So we've got nine games. Some teams have played like eight. Some teams have played 10. Some teams have played fucking seven. But one team that's played a lot of baseball, Jared, and they are leading their their division, okay? Everybody saw it, but we needed to touch on it. And it is the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim opting against the Rangers to intentionally walk Corey Seager with the bases loaded. Now, before we even talk about this, I want to make this abundantly clear. Because a lot of times when we talk about specific plays or specific moments in the game, context is very important, right? Of course, it's important to con to consider who was batting. It's important to consider who was fielding and pitching and all these different things. In this situation, the context could not be more irrelevant because nobody on the planet should be intentionally walked with the bases loaded unless you are a person that hits a home run every other time you come to the plate. If there's a guy who has a 50% home run rate, 50% at-bat to home runs, 
maybe intentionally walk him with the bases loaded, right? You'd rather him walk and score run run than hit a grand slam. I think the numbers yeah. would actually support that decision. But intentionally yeah. walking a guy like Corey Seager, great player, great player, but intentionally walking him with the bases loaded, mm, maybe the dumbest thing that's ever happened mm, in the history of baseball, Jared. Besides, yeah. like this is right up there with that Pirates first baseman uh, last season who didn't just stop and turn around and touch first base. Instead, he chased Javier Baez all the way back to home plate and then, like, threw it to the catcher. You know, everyone knows that play. Like, that was maybe the dumbest thing ever. This might be the second dumbest thing ever. Like, even intentionally walking Barry Bonds, right? He's the one guy that's super famous for getting intentionally walked with the bases loaded. It's like, well, that's Barry Bonds. Like, maybe the greatest player ever. Corey Seager? Yeah, he is. Yeah, Corey Seager, let's just just do the math here, Ryan. Statistically speaking, he only he's hitting 294. So any pitcher statistically yep. has a 70.6% chance to get him out. Yep. Get him out. With bases loaded. Out. Not, to get him out. Not to like not, not like, to like not give, give up a home, a home run. run. Yeah, it's yeah, like to, to get him to, out. Just to get him out. Yeah. Pop up, ground out, whatever the fuck it is. Strike him out. So he he has a 29.4% chance. Of of getting a hit. <laughs> He's thinking. It's the dumbest thing. <laughs> it's it's just the dumbest. It's just it's the just dumbest thing to, you could possibly trying do. to rationalize it's, in it, your head. It's just nothing I can yeah, do. Yeah, you just you you have literally a seven out of ten. You know, like okay, okay, we're gonna we're gonna flip a coin, you know, and mine mine's guaranteed to hit seven out of ten times. Yeah. Well, you you want to take my coin? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah. I don't know. It's it's just uh, no. It's like it's like it, a better example. It's it, it's actually you get to pick two sides of a three sided object that you're flipping, and that that would be that would be for a hitter that's hitting three thirty. Yeah, that no, that, like, that would be the odds you're taking. Yeah, a, little, a three somehow you get a three sided little coin thing or a little triangle. And that's thing also, by the way, here. that's also and to give up you one run. Two. That's one yeah. run. It's the same thing as walking him, you know, maybe two runs if he hits a double or two runs if it's a single, whatever. You get the point. What I'm saying yeah, is sorry. it's not a home That's run. Stupid. No, it's not a home run, though. Like, <laughs> like it's just pitch to him. I don't care if it's a right-handed batter. I don't care if he hits 450 against right-handed batters or uh, right-handed pitchers, rather. I, I don't give a fuck. Pitch to him. And the funny thing about how that game unfolded, Jared, is that I'm pretty sure the Angels won the game. I want to say that was on Friday. Uh, yes, it was on Friday. The Angels ended up winning the game 9-6, to six, right? So in the, in the grand scheme of things, I guess. But also, here's another thing, Jared, that like nobody is talking about in that situation. Everybody's like, oh, my God, Joe Madden, the Angels manager, such a fucking idiot. How could he do that? How, yeah, how could you do that from a strategy perspective? Think about how the fucking pitcher feels. On the mound. My God. He's a major league pitcher, grown-ass man. And his manager is basically telling him, we'd rather you give up a fucking run for free than trust you to make three or four good pitches to this guy. Like, are you fucked? Are you fucking stupid? That's And if I was on the mound, I'd have fucking dropped the ball on the mound. I'd been like, find somebody else who's going to stand out here and take this. Are you fucking kidding me? 
And by the way, it was the fourth inning of the game, Jared. What is the worst thing? The worst thing that happens. He hits a grand slam. And in that situation, it would have put the Angels up six to four or six to two. It's, it's a baseball game. It's not like it's the ninth. I don't even know how you could rationalize in your head. But it's a fourth inning. My God, man. I saw that. I had to double take. I had to like rewatch the video like five times. And look at the scoreboard, look at the batter, look at the pitcher. And then, it, just so you know, like, everybody thinks it's stupid, but Mike Trout is on your baseball team. Shohei Otani is on your baseball team. Like, if anybody's able to come back from this huge deficit that Corey Seager hits a grand slam, it's them. They have Rendon, Trout, Otani, Joe Adele. Like, they have great hitters. I just, man, it was just like... What the fuck is going on? Maybe that's we talked about it in, in our phenomenal fan podcast that we uh, we have where we talk just sports. I brought up a, a, a point about how I feel like sports are just different nowadays. Maybe that's why I feel like that, Jared, because who the fuck intentionally walks somebody with the bases loaded? I don't know. You you go ahead. I'm done fucking ranting. It's just it's just stupid. No. It's just mathematically doesn't make sense, and, it, and it's just one of those. This is one of those classic fucking moves where, where like, like you're just overthinking it at that point. Mm. Or fuck it, maybe you're underthinking it. <laughs> maybe you're <laughs> fucking stupid. <laughs> that's just fucking st- like just everything in statistics says that that's the wrong. Just move. don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> that's like showing. It's like you're showing a fucking. You you have you have a nineteen. Uh, speaking of blackjack that we were talking about, we were talking about blackjack earlier. Like, you're showing a, uh, showing a twenty, <laughs> showing a twenty. Dealer showing a six, and you just fucking hit me. And it's like, hit me. That that's how dumb of a move that is. It's like, hit me. What? What are you doing? Yeah, bananas. Bananas move. Joe, I think yeah. Joe Madden, man. I think he's a good manager. I just that is just a tough decision. And you know what? Again, they won the game. They won the game, so I guess it doesn't matter. But fucking weird, dude. Fucking weird. Yeah, it all, it all, it all work, works out if you win the game. Yeah, I guess that's, that's true. Cool. Yeah, so um, Joe Madden, intentional walk yeah. with the bases loaded. Bananas move. Uh, But it worked out, I guess. Uh, Whatever. So good for him, I guess. That's all we're going to do to talk about that because I don't want to spend a lot of time talking about fucking dumb people. Uh, Pisses me off, too. And it's like, man, I just, I feel for that pitcher, dude. I feel for him so bad. I, I just, uh, who was it? I think it was, was it Warren? Uh, let me see. Austin Warren. Yeah, he was pitching. And, man, that's just tough. Just tough. But, yeah, Joe Madden intentionally walked to get out the bases loaded. Um, also, Jared? Seiya Suzuki on the Cubs. Uh, I know it's been a small sample size, but he's, like, kind of really good. He's, like, a really good player. And I know people thought he was going to be a good player. Um, People were like, yeah, but, you know, he's a Japanese guy. Maybe he has a little learning curve, a little bit of time to get the swing of things. Uh, Well, he's hitting 407. We picked him. We picked him on our on, with our picks for the NL Rookie of the Year. Yeah. Oh yeah. We both picked him. Yeah. Easy it's, pick. It. 
It, yeah, we yeah, he it was just coming over from just dominating. <laughs> he had, 38 he had like runs. in Japan, he, which is like basically triple A. Let's be honest. It's like triple yeah, A. Yeah. And and the uh he hit 38 home runs and 450 at bats. We did the math there and we're like, yeah, oh, something shit. crazy. It's like two that's 200 less at bats than Vlad. Yeah. It's 200. So it's like, you know, basically 60, you know, it's about 70% of 70% of the at bats. So add another 30% of home runs. Yeah. On no. that, it's like a 50 home, 50, yeah. 50 home run year. Yeah. No, for sure. So, yeah. yeah he, so, like, no, uh, I guess it. it you never know, though. I guess no, you never know no... when when someone when someone changes leagues, like how they're going to come over, right. well, like, what the pressure is going to be like for sure. them. You know, so no, there's no there's no yeah. learning curve unless he goes on a big old slump. He's played ten games, Jared. He's hitting four oh seven with a fourteen sixty seven OPS, four jacks already, nine walks and nine strikeouts. So he's got, dude, nine walks and nine strikeouts, Jared. I mean, for fuck's sake, if he if he finishes the year with a one to one strikeout to walk ratio and an OPS anywhere near 800, 850, fuck me. I mean, that is there's no learning curve. Seiya Suzuki is fucking good. Uh, I think we've established that he's hit four home runs on four pitches that like it weren't like he's put good swings on balls. It's not like he's getting lucky and he's only getting fastballs. Um He's good, man. He's really good. And, and I mean, good for the Cubs. Sucks that the Padres didn't get him as a as a biased Padres fan because it sounded like they were pretty close on getting him. But you do never know, right? Like you mentioned, people always are like think that they know. I mean, right? People kind of said that with Otani, right? They were like, oh, he sucks. He's fucking trash. He's, uh, you know, no way he can do both. And obviously he can, can do both, and he's been doing both. Yeah. yeah, Suzuki's good, man. Good for him. I'm excited for that. I think that's going to be uh, fun to see him succeed and do well. So, anyways, Suzuki's good. He's young. He's healthy. He's productive. You know who's not young and healthy, Jared, and not productive? Albert Pujols. Dude, he's 105 years old. Albert, let's go to Google. Albert Pujols' age, 42 is what they have him listed at, Jared. 42. There was a video. There was a video. It's not a video. It's a highlight from over the weekend, Jared. Don't know if you were able to catch that. Albert Pujols tried to steal a base uh, from second base to third base. He tried to steal. I actually did not see that. He tried to steal, and shocker, he got thrown out by three steps. And everyone was kind of like, well, hold on. Like, why is Albert Pujols, like, trying to steal bases? Isn't he, like, really old and he can't move that well? And then they show the replay, and they're like, oh, my God, yeah, he's really old and he can't run. And and then I watched the replay, and that, that was my initial reaction, too. Like, holy shit, he's really old. He can't fucking move. He's a dinosaur. No, no, no. I'm sorry, Jared. Maybe he has some sort of, uh, I don't know. Maybe he ages faster than people. Like maybe, I don't know. But Tom Brady is 44, right? And of course, he's taken very good care of his own body. But let's just like for use an example like Mike Trout. When Mike Trout's 42, he's not going to look like Albert Pujols does when Albert Pujols is 42 years old, quote unquote. 
Here's the problem, Jared. Albert Pujols isn't 42. He's not 43. He's probably not 44. He might not even be 45 years old. I wouldn't doubt one fucking minute if they did some sort of, you know, uh, DNA test on him. I think there's ways you can do it where you can test somebody. Like, the age of their bones is actually a real thing. Like, you can test people's bones age or they're, like, they're... Uh, cognitive i don't know like there's just a few ways you can get like a ballpark like two-year ballpark of how, much, how old somebody is and you know actually where i found that out is they do it on the dominican guys when they come over to the america to usa and they have a hard time getting like documentation because guys will lie about their age they will lie and say i'm 16 when they're 20 because there's an incentive behind that jared it's that when you say you're younger than you are and you're really good, you can go and get more money and play higher levels and be more successful. For those of you listening to this and watching this or whatever you are, if you haven't seen the picture of Albert Pujols in high school, he is no less than 22 years old in that photograph. There's a picture of him. He's got like a bat and it's his headshot, you know, for his high school baseball team. He might have been a senior. He is no less than 22 years old in that photograph. I have a zero doubt in my mind. So 42, in my opinion, I think Albert Pujols is 48. That's what I think, Jared, because his peak, right? His most productive years was what? Five, seven years ago. Or uh, when, when did the Cardinals win? 2011. So if he was 40, if he's 48 now, that's 10 years ago, he was 38 on the Cardinals. That's still pretty productive, right? You can still be pretty good. He has so he has had such a drastic decline in abilities. I mean, there's 48 might be a stretch, but I think he realistically, realistically, he's 46. I think he's 46 years old. Because, dude, he has gone from high-level talent, great player, to can't hit the ball in like two or three years and the angels it went from like huge contract great player to can't move can't run can't throw can't hit anybody but soft lefties and that's just crazy it was just crazy to me so there's been some speculation on it too by the way uh, i think there was like this article i read where pujols was doing an interview one time and and somebody asked him uh, about like his wife or his one of his kids or something, and he I don't know if he just misspoke, but he was like asked about one of his kids, and he's like, yeah, you know, I wanted to have my first kid before thirty, but, uh, you know, I didn't or something, and it was like, well, and he was like twenty nine when he was doing the interview, you know, and they were like, nobody really thought anything of it, and I think it didn't like at the time, but somebody found the transcript from this interview. And was like, wait a second, he was 29 when he did the interview. Like, why would he say that? You know, like, he just had a baby. He said he wanted to have kids before 30. He's 29. Why would he say that? And I think he fucking knows it, too. Fucking rat bastard. But he, dude, he's old, man. And I don't know, Jared, you can t you can touch on it. Maybe I'm being really insensitive and being a fucking no, asshole. No, I think I he's lied. I think he lied I, about his age, man. I think, I think he did. I think he, I think he was in the, uh, he was kind of in like that when he first came up to where it was like harder to, I don't think they had as strict of rules. I remember when, I remember when Miguel well, he's Sano from the USA here. too. He's from like, he's from Florida, I think or Puerto Rico or something. So he didn't go through quite the, uh, you know, the, this the process because he was an American citizen, I think. So, you know what I mean? He didn't have to go through 
uh, that kind of shit. And I think that that benefited him because he didn't have to fucking prove it, you know? Yeah. It, all I'll say is like, it's, I mean, how, like he, especially with like the, the Latin American players, I know Miguel Sano, there was a huge deal when he came over here, like about his age. Um, yeah, yeah. It's like hard. You know, there, there's a lot of them that what they're trying to lie because they, they do. They want to, they want to send his contracts with, for more money. Um, they, there's, there's been a ton of shit with the people, the people with the name, like their names are completely different. I don't know. Uh, all I know is really doesn't take away from his legacy in my mind. Oh, I don't, I agree I with that. that. I agree. Like he's, he's, he's still going to be, you know, he's still one of, like one of the best players of all time, of obviously. So yeah, I don't um, care. I don't care that he lied. It's just like, dude, be, but it is, it is, it is funny it. though. Cause he is, he's, he's 65 years old. Dude, I'm sorry, Jared. Just watching him run, it's not how a 42-year-old runs. Like, my dad is 55, 54, and he wouldn't run like that. He wouldn't. He's got that... He's got that plantar fasciitis shit that he's had. Yeah, so, like, it it's called it's called being fucking old, Jared. Is what it is. When you're a fucking dinosaur, you get shit like that. All right. So, whatever. I'm not trying to shit on him too bad, but it's like, you know, I just it, would, it just doesn't surprise me. It, it also doesn't wouldn't surprise me to hear that he just did fucking helloroids too. Oh yeah, that's actually another good point. Maybe you know, just destroyed his body. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's like he's one guy that's like. He was so fucking big in St. Louis. Oh, dude, he's a monster. Yeah. So, so cool like, slide. It is what it is. Maybe he didn't. Maybe I'm speculating, right? And honestly, it doesn't hurt anybody. It is what it is, too, you know? But yeah, um, this is definitely his but last season this year, no matter what. Like, he is done. Done, yeah, well, done, done I mean, that, this that, year. That was the whole thing. That was the whole thing with him going back to St. Louis. Yeah, he's done. Right, right off into the sunset a little bit. But I fucking – I love all the pools. Oh, no, dude, he's a great a, player. He's, he were, uh, we're, we were talking about in the in the other podcast about guys that kind of just put their head down in pools. Oh, never been a like a, he's never been a douchebag. Hundred percent. Never been a douchebag in his career. So and just bald too. I mean, this guy's got almost seven hundred home runs. Like that's crazy. So, anyways, yeah. Pools, uh, he's on the Cardinals. Jared Cardinals are by the way. Cardinals are in first place. They are in first place in the uh, NL Central. They're half game above the Cubbies right now, five and three. And yeah, yeah, quickly going through the standings, Jared, we mentioned it. Uh, we talked about some teams that are maybe going to finish higher or lower. We gave our predictions. I think we both picked Toronto to win the East, right? We both picked Toronto to win the American League East. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Toronto's so. winning the East. We both picked Chicago to win the Central. They're leading the Central. I think I picked the Astros. I think we both picked the Astros to win the West. They're half game behind the Angels. Um, Angels are uh six and four, so good for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Mets, what, what, go ahead. What's Seattle at? Seattle's five and five. Houston's five and four. Oakland's five and five. The Rangers are two and seven. Ouch! Oh, tough start for the Rangers. Yeah, that... Have you seen uh Have you seen Marcus Simeon's stats this year so far? Yeah, it's early. It's no, early, but it is. Uh, yeah, it's really bad. It's it's early, but uh, Marcus Simeon, big contract, Jared. He is has five hits and thirty nine at bats. He's hitting one twenty eight, one twenty eight with no homers, not, two RBIs. Not good. It's not gonna get it done. No, not good. Um, 
the Mets, seven and three, most wins in. Oh no, they're tied with the Giants and the Dodgers. Mets have a plus twenty six run differential. Fuck me, it's pretty fucking good, man. And then oh, yeah. NL Central, Cardinals are leading, like we mentioned. And in the NL West, Jared, and leading into our next topic. Giants and Dodgers are tied in first with seven and two records. The Dodgers have a plus 27 run differential. The Giants have a plus 23 run differential. And in third place in the NL West is the Colorado Rockies at six and three. Now, we have talked about this before. We've said it a million times already so far on this show, but it's early, right? Very early. Mm-hmm. That being said, Rockies can hit. Rockies can hit the ball, Jared. You know who leads the league in home runs right now? CJ Crone. Five home runs tied with Vlad Jr. Five jacks for CJ Crone already. Yeah. Yeah. Crone's I, uh I don't know, man. They might be able to swing the sticks. I'm not, I'm just, you know. I'm not gonna fall for it. Been here, been here too long. I've watched them do this too many times. Where they got off, got off, started I, all I, hot. Listen, I've heard and, this. And, 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 I, and everyone, yeah, no, yeah. And, and everyone, everyone gets fired up, and then they fucking hit the dog days of the summer, and they start rolling off those losing eight out of ten. I That's listen. I get it. Okay, I get it. I do because I've been here for six years or seven years, and every time. The Rockies do start hot. All my Rockies friends go, well, here's the fucking Rockies. April is the best team in baseball. Then they fucking fall. And it's like, I get it. I know That's that. True. And, and guess what? Guess what? That's fine if that happens. But the point that I had written down, Jared, I think there's a decent chance that the Padres finish fourth place in the NL West this year. I think there's a actually there's a good chance because who's the one piece, right? Who's the, who the Padres missing? Fernando Tatis Jr., right? Big piece. Big piece. Once he comes back, they're going to score a lot more runs. He's going to, you know, light a fire. Okay, but then what, Jared? Because we're talking about the Padres, and I'm more of a Padres guy. Okay, they add Fernando Tatis Jr. back. That's great. Luke Voigt has been garbage. I know it's all early, okay? But if these trends continue, or maybe they probably improve in most cases, right? They get a little bit better. Jake Cronenworth gets a little bit better. Luke Voigt gets a little bit better. We know Eric Hosmer's had a great start. He's going to come back down to earth. Trent Grisham's looked like shit. My point is, Fernando Tatis Jr., to me, for the Padres, is not going to be enough for them to come back and, and be this contending for the NL West. And I don't think anybody picked them to beat the Dodgers. But everybody, including you and I, were probably both like, I think I actually picked the Giants ahead of them. But you said Dodgers first, Padres second. Giants third. The Giants had a fluke year last year. Makes a lot of sense, right? Buster Posey retired. I get it. Giants are going to finish third. They had a kind of a lucky fluke year last year. Nope. Absolutely not. I think the Giants are legit. I think the Dodgers are obviously very good. And I think the Padres and the Rockies are going to be battling for third place this year. Battling. That's what I'm... That's... Dude, like CJ Crone, Jared, he's going to... He might start the All-Star game at first base. Like he very, very likely could start the All Star game at first base. He's it's a little, a little early, a little early, dude. He shredded we're not, we're last nine year. Games 
He shredded last year. He had two eighty with twenty eight home runs. He led he led the Rockies and everything, but still the stats. Stats are really good. They're really solid stats, but they weren't like they weren't unbelievable, you know. I don't know, man. I don't we'll know. We'll see. I I I think I think you're being too hard on the your your own team right now because you're you're upset that Fernando Tatis got hurt. And I get it. No, he's been hurt, dude. I've been over that. I I'm saying right now, just you can listen. Here's what here's here's a good comparison I'll make, Jared. Okay, here's a actually here's a great comparison. I watch football with my buddies every year when the football season's going on, especially when it gets to the playoffs. And I was watching with my buddy the other day, and or the other day. Uh, this earlier this uh, postseason, and it was Kansas City, and it was the Bengals, and I was watching that game, and my buddy like Kansas City came out, and they scored the first drive, and then they scored I think on the second drive, and then on the third drive we all know how that game unfolded. I think it was the AFC Championship. We know how the game unfolded. The Chiefs turned the ball over a couple times. Mahomes got rattled. Bengals struck back. All of a sudden, it was like the middle of the second quarter, and the the Chiefs had punted like four times in a row, and the Bengals had momentum. And the momentum is important, and it goes back and forth. But more so, Jared, it was early in the game. It was like midway through the second quarter. And I looked at my buddy, and I said, I think the Bengals are going to win this game. And I said that because it's not that I think it's going to happen or I'm making snap judgments based on a small sample size, but – you can kind of tell who a team is based on how they come out and start something, whether it's a single game in football or it's a season in baseball. And so when you come out, I think these indicators are pretty solid. Toronto's in first place in the AL East. Sounds about right. Yankees just got took a fat L losing a series to the Baltimore Orioles this past weekend. They lost two out of three. Is that going to be how the Yankees are all year? No, they're not going to lose two out of three to a team like Baltimore. But I think the Yankees aren't as good as people think. So I think it's a decent indicator. Chicago, uh, White Sox in first place in the Central. Makes sense. Angels competing with the Astros. Sounds about right. In the NL East, Mets having the best record in the NL East. Sounds about right. St. Louis being in first place in the NL Central. Sounds about right. Dodgers and Giants competing for first place in the NL West. Sounds about right. So, yes, it's snap judgments. It's definitely way too early, and I'm being super dramatic and uh, impulsive, but I think there's a good chance the Padres finish fourth. That's just where I stand with that because of how they've played so far. Of course, things could turn around, but I don't know. And I think also – Go ahead. Go ahead. Here's my, here's my thing is that – pitching that i know those pitchers haven't really done like we, we talked about those pitchers haven't really performed up to the hype but give joe musgrove you darvish shamanea blake Snell, and mike clevenger's your starting five that's a fucking blake snell's hurt starting five. clevenger's hurt yeah they're out yeah well they're on 10 day they're on the 10 day but that's blake snell that hasn't even started a game yet this year because he came out he wasn't ready yeah. he didn't show but, up to spring training ready had a lingering knee injury yeah, but, and he's probably gonna miss more time yeah, Clevenger's coming still, back from Tommy John. He's on a still, li- innings limit. Dude, I'm just saying, dude, dude. It's 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 April. It's April, and the season the season doesn't get decided until September. I get it, but the Giants, they, Padres played the Giants already in three games. They lost two out of three. One of the games they lost, Darvish went out and started the game. Didn't make it out of the second inning. 
I'm just saying. It's just hasn't happened to the giant starters yet, though, Jared. Yeah. You know, no, no, who's almost hitting 400, by the way? Who's probably one of the best first basemen in the world? Eric fucking Osmer. <laughs> hey, he's he's having a good year so far. I, I'm not going to lie to you. He's hitting 378, man. Is he? I'm, no. Yeah, he's hitting almost 400. Well, hey, so is, uh, so is Key Brian Hayes. Key Brian Hayes is hitting 400, so. Just give him the MVP right now. I mean, that makes sense. Owen Miller's hitting. Hayes. Owen Miller's hitting 500. He's seven for 14. I mean, yeah. Give him the silver. Yeah, Cabrian Hayes. Cabrian Hayes is like actually like a three hole hitter. He just no, signed the biggest contract ever in Pirates history. He actually is good. Yeah, he's a good player. Um. So. Yeah, and then also on the topic of two early judgments, like we mentioned, Jared, and we're t- we're looking at batting average leaders right now. Is Matt Olson gonna have a better year than Freddie Freeman? Uh, I looked. I was actually looking at Matt Olson and how he see how he's doing. Yeah, he's hitting for a high average, but four twenty one. Yeah, he has four two RBIs, Jared. But he ha- he has they're both solo home runs. He also has four doubles already, and he has eight walks and he has eleven strikeouts. But eleven strikeouts, eight walks with four doubles, two jacks, twelve thirty five OPS. I know it's early. I know it's fucking early as shit, man. But 38 at-bats, the guy's got 16 hits already. Is he going to have a better year than Freddie Freeman? Probably not. Well, but maybe. I mean, maybe. He, last, he wasn't that far. He really wasn't that far off of him last year. No. I thought it was a great dude. Like, I thought it was a great move for, for Atlanta. Yes. If I'm being honest with you, I thought it was a great, like the whole just Freeman out, Olsen in. I thought it was a great I mean, move. Freeman's bet. Freeman's batting 330 right now, too, with four jack. No? I'm in Jackson. I don't think he has a jack yet. I guess. No, he doesn't have any home runs. Let's see. Because they would have, people would have fucking. Uh, no. no, he doesn't. People would have vomited if he would hit his first fucking home run. In the Dodgers. He's, he's, batting, he's, he's batting 330 so far, 324. A lot of guys, but, by the way, a lot of guys just they, don't have a home they're, run they're, yet. They're both really good. By the way, a lot of guys just yeah. don't have a home run yet. Uh, yeah. Yeah, there's only. There's a ton of guys that don't have home runs yet. Let's see. Uh, Spencer, Spencer Torkelson hit a couple. Yep, he does have a couple. Uh, let's see. Like, uh, Adam Frazier doesn't have. Wander Franco, Randy Rosarena, um, Fran yeah, Reyes, the, the, Marcus Simeon, like we Ray- mentioned. The Rays have been scuffling a bit. Jake Cronenworth doesn't have yep. one yet. Adam Duvall. Um, Freddie Freeman doesn't have any. Hosmer doesn't have any. Um, Will Myers. Cedric Mullins. TV. Luis. Oh, wait. No, they both have two. Uh, Chris Bryant doesn't have one yet for the Rockies. Hunter Renfro on the Brewers. Like, dude, some, Mookie Betts doesn't have a fucking home run yet. Joe, Joey Gallo doesn't have home run. Joey Gallo's looked like shit this year. I, I mean, I know it's early, but he has looked bad. Justin Turner doesn't have one. Luke Voigt doesn't have one. Uh, yeah, dude, a lot of dudes. Cattell Marte uh, doesn't have one. Uh, Jesse Winker doesn't have one. Kind of a lot of uh, a lot of dudes, man. A lot of dudes. But you know, it's hey, we give. Give him a sec. Yeah, no, I agree. Sec. I agree. Also, also, Toronto. Uh, 
this Toronto basketball game? Yeah, they're up by 27. The classic, yeah. classic, classic NBA. Yeah. Um, last thing we'll talk about here, Jared, and this is something that just, again, popped into my head as the Padres were playing the Braves over the weekend. Uh, how the fuck did the Braves win the World Series last year? Because they're... The team, the team was really good. That infield had a crazy... They had... No, no, no. I know. No, I know. Like, Austin Riley's good. Freddie Freeman was good. Albies was good. But, dude, they lost Ronald Acuna Jr. and Marcelo Zuna. They lost both of those guys. And they won. And they lost Mike Soroka again. And they won the World Series. I know they made the trades and those dudes. But I was just watching the, the series unfold this weekend against the Padres. And I was like, oh, my God, Marcelo Zuna's back. And he's just here again. Like nothing happened, and he got he had, you know, domestic violence stuff, and then he got acquitted, and he was reinstated. But it's like he just like, he was like playing in like May last year, and then they're like, oh hey, he's done for the year. And I was like, what? How do you come back from that? You lose Acuna, you lose Marcelo Zuna. How do you come back from that? You don't. And I'm sorry, I know that those guys were good, but even if you trade Eddie Rosario, trade for Eddie Rosario, and you trade for uh, Adam Duvall and Jorge Soler. Dude, those are, those guys aren't the same as Marcelo Zuna and Ronald Acuna, so really impressed. I'm just, I just like forgot about Marcelo Zuna for a second. I guess maybe is my point more than anything. Like I just forgot. Like oh shit, the Braves have Marcelo Zuna and he's fucking good. So I dude, the Braves are gonna be nice this year. I'm excited for the Braves. Ian Anderson, little Max Freed action, little Charlie Morton chucking the rock a little bit. Kenley Jansen closing games for him. Uh-oh. Got for the Bravos, man. The fucking yeah, they're Bravos. They're pretty <clears throat> they're pretty good. I'm excited. Excited. So yeah, that's pretty much gonna wrap up the episode, guys. Uh got in everything that we needed to. Uh looking f- looking ahead to the series matchups this week. Couple interesting ones here, Jared. Braves Dodgers first pitches tonight. Freddie Freeman against the the Braves. It should be fun. Whatever. I don't give a fuck. I fuck fuck the Dodgers. Whatever. Um, Giants and Mets. I think it's going to be a really interesting series. Really interesting. Those are two really good teams. Uh, I think the projected starters for that game, dude. Tomorrow. They're playing a doubleheader because tonight's game got rained out. Game two tomorrow, dude, is Logan Webb versus Max Scherzer. That is a good baseball game. Like, that's going to be... Yeah, Logan Webb. Logan Webb's one of the most underrated pitchers in the MLB. You know why? It's because he's not that sexy. Yeah, no, he's just kind of a ground ball. He's just a, he's 92, and he just gets a shitload of ground balls. Yeah. He doesn't strike out like a ton of guys. Phillies, uh, Phillies Rockies... That's you know should be a decent series. We'll see how it goes. Uh, Rays Cubs you know, might be pretty fun. Angels Astros. You know the are the Phil, I'm talking about are the Phillies? I got another thing. Are the Phillies the Angels of the East? Yeah, probably. Think about it. They got fucking Bryce Harper. They had McCutcheon. You know what I mean? They have like these guys that are like MVP, like kind of like like obviously Rendon hasn't done shit since. What? 
a couple years ago. He got hurt, obviously. But it's kind of like they kind of reminiscent of it, you know. But yeah, Harper's like an MVP status type of guy. But he's like a less. I mean, right now, style, like the, who knows how they end up? Yeah, but, but dude, like with yeah, the team, Ka- yeah, Ka- yeah, yeah, Castellanos, you get Schwarber, and it's just like they just yeah. seem to not be able to. And then and then look at it, They're like the pitchers, they usually got some big names starting pitchers, and then they don't fucking win games still. Yeah, no, they did they. they, they I went to a I went to a Phillies Marlins game on Thursday. I was in Miami and I went to the Phillies Marlins game. Marlins won the game. The Marlins beat the Phillies like three to one. And I was like, how are the Phillies scoring one run? Like how Marlins the Phillies should score mm, eight runs a game. Castellanos, Schwarber, Harper, Real Muto, Reese Hoskins, Didi Gregorius, Gene Segura. What the fuck? They should score a million runs a game. Yeah, they are. They are. They are very reminiscent of the Angels. Just like a lot of bats, decent starting rotation, bullpens not great, and they just like don't play to their potential. So, who knows? Who knows what happens? We got some good fun series on Thursday. These series will be over. We can recap those. Talk about Braves, Dodgers. Talk about uh, Giants, Mets. It should be fun to talk about and give a little preview for the weekend. So, either way. Thank you guys for tuning in once again. As usual, we love you guys. We appreciate the support. We, uh, you know, we love talking ball. We love talking ball, Jared. It's what we do. It's what we love. We just eat, sleep, and breathe baseball. We like football. We like basketball. But come on. I mean, just come on. Baseball's the best, right? Even though it's been a little slow, had a little bit of a weird start coming into the year. Let's get let's get things going into the swing a little bit. Let's get some guys going. Let's get Ronald Acuna Jr. back. He's supposed to be back in May. You know, like let's get it going, man. Let's get it fired up. I'm excited. So thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll catch you on uh, episode 10 later this week. Otherwise, Jared, as we always like to say, you see a high fastball layoff. The high cheese is always looks good. Looks like it's gonna be nice and tasty. Let's lay it, lay off the high cheese. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna, you're not gonna catch. Yeah, it. you're not gonna get to it. So just, I know it looks fat, but just lay off. Appreciate you guys tuning in as always, and we'll catch you guys Let's on the next go. episode.